Hello and welcome to the Strictly Personal Podcast. I'm John Paul Batum, your host. Our theme, our message is intended to be in wide open forum. My father, the late John Batum, Hall of Fame broadcaster, started the Strictly Personal Commentary show back in the late 90s. This is my attempt to keep that going. Throughout the many podcasts, I will be highlighting different audio clips of his broadcast history. I hope that you'll enjoy that. Our commentary, relevant and interesting, all the while we will have different guests along the way. All of the commentary provided is strictly personal, and with all that, let's get started. My guest today is, believe it or not, my mother, Dorothy Batum. Dorothy Maxine Batum, and uh, we'll have her on the show, and we are going to do our Christmas special. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, Christmas time in the Batum household over the years. Before we do that, let's listen in on John Battle. Just a few Christmas thoughts. If I decorate my house perfectly with plaid bows, strands of twinkling lights and shiny balls, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another decorator. If I slave away in the kitchen, baking dozens of Christmas cookies, preparing gourmet meals and arranging a beautifully adorned table at mealtime, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another cook. If I work in the soup kitchen, carol in the nursing home, and give all that I have to charity, but do not show love to my family, it profits me nothing. If I trim the spruce with shimmering angels and crocheted snowflakes, attend a myriad of holiday parties, and sing in the choir's cantata, but do not focus on love, I have missed the point. Love never fails. Video games will break, pearl necklaces will be lost, golf clubs will be rusting, but giving the gift of Christmas love will endure. What is Christmas? It is tenderness for the past, courage for the present, hope for the future. It is a fervent wish that every cup may overflow with blessings rich and eternal, and that every path may lead to peace. Christmas, that magic blanket that wraps itself about us, that's something so intangible that it is like a fragrance. It may weave a spell of nostalgia, Christmas may be a day of feasting or of prayer, but always it will be a day of remembrance, a day in which we think of everything we've ever loved. I'm John Badham, Strictly Personal. Hello. Hi there. What a surprise. Isn't it? <laughs> now you, uh, you know, what a better time of the year to do a podcast with your mother. Uh, how nice of you. Yes. You know, we uh, probably could talk about a lot of things because uh, we, we go back quite a ways, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as how you just celebrated your 60th, I guess we do. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I, I was uh, thinking we would, because of the Christmas season and everything, that we could talk a little bit about past family Christmases the Badhams have had. And I thought that uh, it'd be fitting to do that. But before I do that, I wanted to ask you and go back a little bit further and ask you, what is your most memorable Christmas as a kid for you? Oh, as a kid. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good one because um, I, re- I remember what I always asked Santa for but never got. <laughs> that was... That was... Uh, <laughs> that stands out in your mind more so. <laughs> yeah, Eaton Beauty Doll, which always used to be on the front of the Eaton catalog every Christmas. But anyway, the one that I think of now, um, and I was very young, maybe five or six, 
And uh, it was when my dad was working on a pool elevator and we actually lived uh, in a part of the, an extension of the elevator. It was a, like a one bedroom building. And uh, there wasn't much money available that Christmas. And uh, I remember Mel and I, because we were the only kids in the family at that time, um, getting a pen for Christmas and a Bible. <laughs> and uh, okay. I do remember that because it was it was all that mom and dad could afford at the time. Now that's interesting because uh, you and I, and I know you and I talked about this once before. You know, I don't know when it was, but uh, I remember us saying how it's amazing how your most memorable Christmases seem to be the times when you really didn't have that much. And mm-hmm. it's quite interesting that you mentioned that because that, that goes back to, to one of mine, which I'll mention later, but my most memorable Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I find Christmas is always that kind of time of year where you, you reflect and you, you know, go back a little bit. And... Well, if you recall, I asked you guys, all four of you at different times, what <laughs> your most memorable uh, Christmas was. And you all said the same thing and do you remember what it was well i i know what mine is i and i and if it's everybody else's then uh, you know that's quite interesting because mine is uh a time that we were back in saskatchewan after moving out east here we'd gone back for christmas and it was in fort quibel fort quibel saskatchewan yeah. and uh, we'd had um just attended a church service with grandpa uh, doing a sermon and we'd left the church and it was quite late because I think it was probably midnight mass or something and uh, I remember walking back uh, we weren't staying at the house because there was no room at the inn for us at that time so we had to stay at a small cabin down the road and the snowdrifts I recall were well over my head I know it wasn't wouldn't have been that tall but they were probably double my size so probably, the snowdrifts had to be at least 10 feet high and the snow was coming down and it was just a magical evening as we walked back to the cabin and that's that stands in my mind as one of the most memorable Christmases which is kind of strange but is that what what the others have said or yes exactly which I found uh you know surprising that each one of you selected that particular Christmas but I think it was because we'd moved away and had gone back home so to speak and and uh, Grandma B had uh, rented, or not rented, they, these people loaned her this their home because they were away. And it was really cold and, and a lot of snow. And uh, so anyway, we bunked down in that house. And then you kids got up so early in the morning and we're walking back to Grandma and Grandpa's and it's still not even daylight and we're trudging through all the snow. <laughs> but yeah. that's the one Christmas you guys seem to remember the most. Wow. Well, yeah. you know, so you would have met Dad. Okay, first of all, you were born where in Saskatchewan? Asquith. Asquith. And, and grew, but you didn't grow up there. You grew up, where did you grow up? I was, I, we lived there till I was 13. Oh, okay. I didn't think you were even yeah. there that long. And then, yeah. then where did you go? And then we moved to a small town called Bangor, Saskatchewan, and um, uh, my dad was 
working in the uh, uh, co-op store there. And it was a sad move for me at that age because I was leaving all my friends and everything I knew. Yeah, 13 would be a tough age. Yeah, it was. Um, and we traveled by train and didn't get there till late at night. And um, and anyway, it, w it was not a happy move at the time for me. And I st was just starting grade nine, and I'd already started in Asquith and then got to Bangor, brand new school again. And uh, yeah, I was not a happy girl at the time, but within months we settled in there and, um, and made some really great friends. And it turned out to be the nice, a nice spot. You know, we, we enjoyed it there. Even mom and dad um, sort of took off in the community, in the church and, and uh, yeah, it was okay until my dad moved again in the spring to Melville. And again, with that's where I thought. See, at Melville, I recall. I recall you being in Melville, but I, um, so yeah. you didn't move to Melville till when? Uh, well, I think it was maybe May. I know I hadn't finished high high school grade nine yet okay. because I had three schools in grade nine. So we moved to Melville, and again, uh, this was a much bigger school more friends to make and I was um yeah it was a tough one for me oh wow yeah you, I didn't realize you'd moved uh, moved around that much so yeah. fa fast forward then where and how did you meet dad ah <laughs> well I had just turned 18 and um I had applied to go into nursing and at, I applied in Grace Hospital, Winnipeg. And then uh, another girlfriend of mine and I, we were going to go at the same time. And um, uh, long story short, I decided to apply to Weyburn, which had a, a psychiatric hospital there. Yeah. And he was working on the male side of the hospital, and I was, of course, on the female side. And we had both taken patients from each side down to a communal area where they they did the therapy and uh so while we're waiting to take them back we started talking and um then it wasn't long after that that we would meet up somewhere in the hospital maybe in the dining room or and just casual conversation and uh i kind of like this guy <laughs> he was handsome a lot of fun and um, anyway, that's how we met and um, started mm. dating, and and uh, it went from there. <laughs> I know we always teased you guys about uh, where you met. So anyway, your dad ended up working in the pharmacy at the hospital instead of on the wards. And um, so I guess that was in my third year, just before graduation. And uh, they opened up a radio station in Weyburn. And, of course, he was known for this voice. I mean, everybody knew his voice. And, like I say, it, it was pretty, pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
he went he ended up going to the radio station and as they and helped with the opening of it they they did everything uh, to get the station up and running and that was the start of his broadcasting career he fell in love with it and and to, to his dying day he loved it so yeah he uh, I guess technically never really <laughs> did a retirement he always kept dabbling in it so yeah uh, you're yeah. Uh, right you are um so let's go back now we're still in saskatchewan and we're having uh you're i guess you're having uh christmas now with dad's family uh occasionally what was that like i mean with grandpa being uh, an anglican minister that must have been an interesting time to spend uh, family christmases uh there i know that when i was really small i have some memories of that um what what is what comes to mind when when you look back at that time yes well there was always grandpa had to do several services on christmas day and we'd have to wait dinner for him and um there was no opening of gifts till he was there <laughs> i thought i'd do it <laughs> yes yes but it was always always a lot of fun we you know grandma would make a big turkey dinner and we'd sit around the dining room table and uh it was always great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we moved to, uh, to Ontario, I guess, when I was about uh, nine years old. And mm-hmm. um, I know that uh, when we would have our Christmas here in Ontario without the extended family, uh, we would often get gifts from the the folks out west, and for, certainly from Grandma and and Grandma and I and your mom would send gifts, and, I, and you and I were chatting, and it was like, it was interesting. Grandma B was always knitting, and we'd always get a box of uh, mitts almost every year, it seemed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I always remember, it was like, you know, look, you kind of knew what you were getting, but you still looked forward to getting that big box and parcel come every Christmas. <laughs> I think she used to put something inside the mitts. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just yeah. wasn't much because they didn't have much then and uh, back in the no. days. So, but it was still uh, it was still nice. She she never never did not send something. Always there was always something that she sent. So she made the effort every year to send out the gifts. And but then we had uh, as we fast forward a little bit. I know that this uh, uh, Cheryl and Shauna and myself and Perry. Uh, it was always a big ordeal around Christmas. Uh, we would sneak around, try to find out where you, you and Dad maybe hid the <laughs> gifts. And uh, now I'm moving fast forward to Mississauga now. When we grew up in Mississauga, and now yeah. we're now we're teenagers, and we we've kind of figured out there probably isn't a Santa Claus at this point. So there there has to be a link between um, Mom and Dad and those gifts coming under the tree. So we've we're all determined to find out where they're coming from, who's got them, and. Boy, did we uh, we have a lot of fun and great stories over the years with some of that stuff. Uh, yes. Anyway, you always knew ahead of time what you were getting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of sad that we were always determined to spoil every Christmas by finding out ahead of time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can but, I can remember snooping in in your closets and and under the bed and 
snooping here and there trying to find out where you guys hid the gifts and then then we found out later that you guys would actually hide them over at the neighbor's house <laughs> yes that's true and at one in the morning we'd be carrying things back and forth from the neighbor <laughs> oh, geez. i think the bed the big dead giveaway one year was when when i guess perry wanted his uh, workout weights and and Don Lawrence and Dad were carrying them over, and I guess they were dropping the weights, and we could hear everything clanging. <laughs> kind of figured out what that was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know uh, Perry probably woke me up and said, oh, I'm getting my weights. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, we had the uh, the uh, the tradition uh, back then. We played a lot of street hockey, and Perry and I would always, you know, get a super blade, which is the plastic for our listeners. That's the plastic blade that you can actually put into a broken hockey stick, which would allow you to play on the street. And that was a big thing for us back then. That actually, you know, you would put it over the stove, and then you'd heat it up, and you'd curve it, and. And uh, so we we always were buying those and doing that. So and we didn't have obviously a lot of money, but we wanted to give each other a gift. So it became a running gag where one year we gave each other a super blade for Christmas, and then it became a, a traditional running gag every year after that. And to this day, we still joke about it. <laughs> yeah, you can't find them anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. Yeah, they probably don't even exist anymore. But no. Well, we, we mentioned it, and our kids are going, "What's that?" <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's when, that's when you know you're getting old. Your kids don't even know what uh, what these things are. And uh, comparatively speaking, hockey sticks uh, weren't all that expensive back then, but we still had to have that the, extra piece to put on broken ones. Yeah, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, we didn't spend a lot on that stuff nowadays. They spend a lot more, course, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, how times change. <laughs> oh my goodness no there were a lot of fun times <laughs> well fun for you guys I guess sometimes we were a little bit stressed <laughs> but yeah. it was all good so yeah. so we're, we're uh, I noticed you um, sent that uh, poem that uh, Barb Jacobs had done yeah and uh, thought that was outstanding that's an excellent poem isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's outstanding. I, I, I think what I'll do is I'll give it a read here on the podcast. Yeah, if you'd like to do that. It's, it's really, well, for this time, it really is appropriate. Twas one week before Christmas, and all through the town, people wore masks that covered their frown. The frown had begun way back in the spring, when the global pandemic changed everything. They called it Corona, but unlike the beer... It didn't bring good times. It didn't bring cheer. Airplanes were grounded. Travel was banned. Borders were closed across air, sea, and land. As the world entered a lockdown to flatten the curve, the economy halted and folks lost their nerve. From March to July, we rode the first wave. People stayed home. They tried to behave. When summer emerged, the lockdown was lifted but away from the caution, many folks drifted. Now it's December and all cases are spiking. Wave number two has arrived, much to our disliking. It's true that this year has had some sadness aplenty. We'll never forget the year 2020. And just round the corner, the holiday season 
But why be merry? Is there even a reason? To decorate the house and put up the tree, who will see it? No one but me. But outside my window, the snow gently falls, and I think to myself, let's deck the halls. So I gather the ribbon, the garland and bows, as I play that old carols, and my happiness grows. Christmas is not canceled and neither is hope. If we lean on each other, I know we can cope. Keep it going. Merry Christmas, friends. She nailed it. It's a very, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, we're going into lockdown, so I guess we're like, well, we know we won't get together for Christmas. No. And, uh, uh it doesn't look like, no. Yeah. I, I hope I'll be, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to go out to, uh, spend it with Cheryl and maybe Lindsay, pick up Lindsay and take her out. But that's, I cannot go to Oakville or Mississauga. I don't think that would be yeah. a good idea. Yeah, it's not going to work. Which is sad because I'm going to miss everybody and especially the grandkids and the great grandkids this year. Five of them. Five little ones. How exciting that would be. Yeah, five great grandchildren now. Yeah. My goodness. The family just yeah. keeps growing, which is good, I guess. Oh, <clears throat> not from any of mine yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'll try and get over to see maybe Shauna. I'm going to try and see if I can get over there and maybe even pop over to Perry's for, for, uh, but with the lockdown, it's probably less likely that even that'll happen. It's uh, too bad. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll, well, we've got our well, virtual Zoom call that we'll do at 3 o'clock on Christmas Day. Yes. So that'll be fun. So um, I'll, I'll just take this opportunity to say I'm, I'm proud of you doing these podcasts. I think it's a great outlet for you, and you do a good job on it. And to the other kids, if they ever listen to it, um, I hope they have a nice Christmas. It's only one Christmas. We'll get through it. Next year's going to be bigger and better. We have to be optimistic about that. And... Uh, the future will be brighter. That's for sure. It will. It can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It can't go any other way. I hope not. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me just see if I can get our uh, guest caller on here in a second here. You're in the car. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Well, there's uh, Brother Perry coming in. Where are you going, Per? uh, Just picking up uh, Ryan, taking him back to Burlington. Oh. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. No, he's not. We're just outside this house waiting for him. He's waiting. waiting. I'm waiting and waiting, yeah. You know, it's Christmas. (laughs) I'm waiting for for Christmas, and that could be another three days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so. Wow. You've got a big birthday coming up. Oh. A couple more days. Wow. This is a, a good connection. Here we are. Oh, there we are. I've got this uh, headset on. Oh, did? Not, uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. The headset on. So you're talking about uh, Christmas uh, Christmas years? Christmas yeah, years? Christmas. Yeah, it's your opportunity <laughs> to tell us what your favorite Christmas is, Perry. 
It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> oh, my favorite one. Oh, my God. There's so there's so many, but I, um, you know, the one, uh, I, I think I like the one we were, uh, we had moved. Maybe the first year we moved from Regina. I remember being in the, uh, I think it was all, that was when we got lots of super blades and stuff. So I was really happy about that. <laughs> We've already gotten there. Oh, you've already <laughs> gotten there, but you haven't got that. But that uh, first year in uh, was it um, in Don Mills? I think that was I, I think that was a fun one. The first year, I remember some uh, something um, finding in the gifts in the uh, basement. Um, I mean, there's so many, but I can't. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think what would be the best one. Uh, uh, I was I was talking yeah. about when we used to always listen for in the middle of the night to see if we could hear anything yeah. and we'd snoop around and i remember the night that uh, don lawrence and dad were bringing your weights over and they all fell or something and we heard them oh. <laughs> <laughs> i i don't i didn't remember that but now i do <laughs> yeah wasn't uh i'm trying to think was there i know there was one too when we were um in region um was uh not regina but we went and visited uh Grandma and Grandpa Batum, and we had Christmas, and we were in a house across the street, weren't we, Mom? Yeah, it was just down the street. Yeah, yeah the house was down the street. I remember that. I don't know if uh, I, I don't know if that was a great Christmas, but I remember it. It was uh, probably if it sticks out, it must have been fun. I don't know. <laughs> but I just remember we were down the street in the house, and in uh, um, was it Fort Capel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fort Capel. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. What else? I, I, I mean, I remember, I also remember some that um, in Daly Court, because I can picture where the tree was on the right-hand side there in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, and we would uh, do the old, Dad would give out the presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I thought, you know, then I, would, I followed that tradition, and then uh, and so it was always fun. When the, when the kids were younger, obviously, I think even with uh, it was a lot more fun. Now it's still we still we still do it, but of course, um, not as much fun. Yeah, I mean the we kids are all older. Way, we couldn't have a tree. We couldn't have a tree though without presents. So you gotta <laughs> just wrap up anything, put it under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, well. Of course, don't forget the last two years I was in Florida for the Christmas. Yeah. So, so it'll be uh, interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting uh, this year. We're back. We're back. We got presents under the tree. The boys weren't happy because the tree was uh, the tree wasn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a bigger oh, tree, God. didn't they? Michelle. Oh, they lost it. Oh, we got all sorts of guests here now. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. Hey, Mike. How are you? Merry Christmas. Oh, what do you what do you have? A coffee? Something like that. Uh, I was gonna say you'll be up all night, Mike. Oh, it's not coffee. Well, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I'm because I just realized your birthday's coming up, and we can't come over and have cases of wine like we did last time. Oh, you were in that picture. That's right. I remember that. I. I, I was a sixty. Huh? Yeah. Fifty nine. Oh, no, it wasn't 60, it was 59. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple yeah. of Jamish and a couple of Sandrums and oh. a couple of... Ooh. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I got a great picture. Did you ever see the picture? Oh, yeah, that was a good picture. I think we sent it to you. Oh, yeah. There was how many bottles? Well, you know, it might have been... The whole, the whole table was full. It might have been 59 <laughs> bottles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, I remember the Caymans. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And the Conundrum, that's what I remember. Well, yeah, I've got a few of those. That's sort of the, yeah, that's the go-to bottle. Hmm? Yeah. Next year. I should Next do. Year, Next year. Yep, yep. All right, bye, yep. family. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mike. Bye. He can't hear me, but right, Merry Christmas, Mike. I think Ryan like. Merry Christmas, Mike. Oh no, that was a different. That's, that's different, Mike. Oh, is it? Oh, it's But Mike, sure he's here somewhere. Oh, there's Meg. Holy jeez, you got a regular party going on there. There's more visitors coming. Oh. Merry Christmas. Hey. <laughs> I'll call back in. Oh, want me to call back in? If you like, you're welcome to okay. call back in. I'll oh, call back in. What's that? All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, there you go. You can see yeah. that they're uh, they're out and about getting things organized. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm looking forward to the Zoom call on uh, Christmas Day. That should be fun. Yeah, I hope it works out okay. Yeah, I did. Uh, I should have asked Perry, did he get the invite? I uh, sent invitations out. To, uh, hopefully everybody got them so that you can just mm -hmm. log on and and uh, we'll be able to connect. Yeah. Uh, well, any other uh, Christmas thoughts, Mom, that come to mind? I, uh... Well, I remember Grandma used to come and stay with... My mom loved Christmas. That was her favorite time of the year. And remember, she'd come and stay with us, and she'd be the first one down in the morning. She'd come down the stairs and ho, 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 ho. <laughs> you know, you're right. And you know what? I think all that rubbed off on us because you're right. It was, she just loved Christmas. And uh, yeah. you're right. She'd be the first one up, and she'd be uh, she'd be all sorts of energy. And and uh, I do recall that. And I always, always made, it, made the mornings quite exciting when she'd come down. It was sort of entertaining and... Yeah. But yeah, she she was very much into it. You're right. And we'd always go to church Christmas Eve. And remember when we'd try and get Don, we'd draw straws who was going to sit beside Don Lawrence. Oh, my goodness. And for, for our listeners that don't know, Don Lawrence would might be the world's worst singer, but in a nice way. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he would, his voice would be so off and the octaves would be, tend to be high and you didn't want to stand next to him when he was singing. And so you're right. It was always a running gag that, okay, you, if you're coming to church, you, you, where are you standing? Because I don't want to stand next to Don Lawrence. And it was like the short straw would get, have to stand next to Don. And, and Don, I think, knew it and he'd have a lot of fun with it. Oh, he'd sing exuberantly. Yeah, yeah. He'd belted out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were fun fun times that's for sure yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no we oh. had we had a lot of good christmases with uh, with uh, lawrence's i think over the years uh, we did yeah. yes they were just around good neighbors around the good corner neighbors, from us, yeah. good friends yeah, yeah. I know Perry's uh, boys, and they've always had a pretty big Christmas uh, tradition going at his house, so you can tell he's even talking about it. They still try to do it now. It's just not the same because the kids are all that much older, but uh, he's kept that going quite a bit. And I really, mm -hmm. I mean, Shauna has kept, uh, you know, certain traditions going on at, for Christmas herself. I mean, she's always having a big meal and uh, everybody over. So, yeah, I know it's... It's all good. Yeah. What about decorating? I mean, we we always had some decorations out, typically. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
lots of decorations and uh, oh and the other thing would be we'd always get a natural tree remember yeah and getting that to fit into the stand was oh, always a, a laugh or two yeah if yeah. dad had to cut cut the trunk of the tree. <laughs> well, I, well, you know what? My Probably my most memorable Christmas with my kids is when I was living in Peterborough and I took the kids out to a tree farm and we we uh, walked through, you know, a bit of a forest to f- pick out our tree and you call the guy over and he cuts it down for you and you drag it back to your car and we, we tie it up on the roof and, you know, a real traditional type Christmas tree hunt. And, yes, and I, yeah. I think that's why Brianna likes to go with you to get the tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah she remembers right. those times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that tree was, that's when I had the really high lofted ceiling in that house. And uh, I think we had like a 14-foot tree that year. It was quite something. Yes, yeah. Yeah. On Westridge, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. so that's quite memorable. And, and yeah, you it's funny. You don't remember too much about the day or whatever, but you remember getting the tree and and the feeling that you had when it was all set up. I mean, that's probably the magic of Christmas. It was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. You had a beautiful big high window there. Yeah. And I remember you yeah. and Dad coming over and we were all sitting around and having a beverage and relaxing by by the fire in the tree. And it was really, uh, really nice. And, well, you've always enjoyed the holidays. Even Halloween, you used to go all out for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's always been your thing. <laughs> well, this is a this is a year to uh, remember the year that we all couldn't get together, and um, hopefully we make up yeah. for it next year. But uh, uh, one of the things that always makes Christmas special for me is always the Christmas music and the carols, and I always like to at least for the week of Christmas, if I crank up the tunes and the Christmas carols, and and oh uh, yeah, yeah. What uh, yeah. what Christmas song is your favorite, Mom? What would we go out of the podcast? We can add in the uh, your favorite Christmas song if you'd like. Oh wow! Hmm, probably Oh Holy Night. But, uh, there's so many of them that I miss sing- uh, singing in the chorus. We used to sing at That's so right, many yeah. things at Christmas time, and my chorus was oh, I just miss it now so much because Christmas was. You know, we practiced for months ahead for that, and uh, yeah. But um, didn't you go? Didn't you I, go down guess, to? Didn't you go down to the states doing a caroling, um, like doing the um, chorus or something down there? Yes, we used to go um, down to um, oh Syracuse. Oh, that's right. And yeah. uh, compete every spring, every April. We competed with other choruses from all over Canada and the United States, and that was always fun. Yeah, we we go down by bus, and that we I was in that chorus for fifteen years, believe it or not, and yes, it was a lot of fun. Met mm-hmm. a lot of nice people, but I have I've been playing the CDs that we made from that, so it's pretty nostalgic for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Wow, so so yeah. Uh, you you probably. you you wanna you wanna pick a song that we can go out on? Is this one that you want? Oh, holy night, or do you have another one in mind? Uh, oh, let's 
stick with that one. I probably have so many more favorites, but we'll stick with that one because right. I offhand I can't think of. <laughs> I guess I'll have to find a version <laughs> of that one. Uh, you might not have it. Yeah. Uh, what you you choose? You've got uh, probably a favorite one too. Well, I got lots, but I mean, I'll see what I'll see what we can uh, we can find. Looking forward to our Zoom call on the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will likely talk to you before then, but so uh, hopefully you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little get together with the kids and do a pizza night on the 23rd. And of course, that's Perry's birthday, so yeah. we'll have to get a call over to him. And I'm I'm not sure whether we'll have um, the sheep make his way back over there for a visit <laughs> to Perry. Oh, I think he should. <laughs> <laughs> and for those for our listeners that don't know about the sheep, the sheep has become a tradition and a long-standing tradition that started back in Regina, Saskatchewan, when Dad Perry and I went out for a Grey Cup to stay at my dad's brother's place, my uncle Mike. And we there was no hotels left in the in town because it was a big sell for the Grey Cup, and of course Mike wouldn't wouldn't have it. He, we had to stay at his place, and but Mike didn't have any extra room upstairs, so we we had a bedroom downstairs, and then Perry and I would, would stay on the couches down there, and Dad would sleep in the bedroom. Well, it was a spare room that had all sorts of junk sort of stocked in it. And uh, one night, Dad was out doing some media stuff, and Perry and I had gotten back earlier. And Perry noticed that there was this doll, a black sheep doll with a dress that I believe Bev made, his sister or grandma, I'm not sure who made it, but it was handmade. And uh, he decided to put it on Dad's pillow and put a cigarette in its mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And that started the gag, and next thing you know... That got shifted back and forth throughout the week, and one night in my sleeping bag, and next night in Perry's, and and then what really got it going is that I, you know, on the plane ride home, I got home, I opened my suitcase, and Uncle Mike had stuffed it in there, and I had now had it back here in Ontario, and it's been going back and forth ever since. And I think that was back in the '90s or some point in the back oh, then. Oh yes, it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then most recently, uh, Perry had. Uh, managed to get the sheep uh, packaged up to me on my birthday last week so he's going to get it back hopefully <laughs> on Wednesday oh. so anyways I, there's this there's this traditional sheep story and it does tend to float around around Christmas so again that's kind of fitting yeah for yeah, sure <laughs> birthdays and Christmas time but uh, anyways mom I'm really glad you came on the call and uh it was nice to chat with you and hear, hear and chuckle about some of the stories and the memories. Yeah. And uh, I'll go out with, the, with, the, with the, I guess, a Christmas song. I'll have to figure out what I'll put on there. But, uh, oh, uh, any well, la- it's been fun. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's been great. All right, well... And no rehearsal. No rehearsal. No, no rehearsal. <laughs> and you could probably tell. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's the fun of it. Anyways, yeah. uh, all right, Mom, thanks for, for joining me on the podcast, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, hon. Love you. Love you too, Mom. Bye. Bye. Oh, uh-huh.
Yeah. 